Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Sermon of the Week. Um, today, uh, we are actually going to do our Easter sermon. The sign of Jonah is the topic. It's going to be a rather short one today, um, so let's delve in. Um, everyone who grew up in Sunday school knows the story of Jonah. Uh, at least in my day, you heard the Old Testament and the New Testament. And so uh, you heard the story of Jonah, which is actually a really inter- interesting story. I'm going to have to do a sermon on the, on, the, um, on the book of Jonah. But anyway, for those of you who don't know the story, God calls Jonah to warn Nineveh to repent or else God would destroy the city. Jonah, of course, refused to, to let to go because he, he thought that the um, city should be destroyed. And as punishment, um, Jonah gets swallowed by a large fish. We don't know if the fish is a whale or a right, or just a fish that was common during that time. But anyway, uh, Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and, and nights until the fish spit him out. Um, let's go to Matthew 16, 1 through 4, because now we're going to tie the Old Testament and the New Testament together. Um, the demand for a sign. The Pharisees and Sadducees came to Jesus and tested him by asking him to show them a sign from heaven. He, pro- he replied, When evening comes, you say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red, and in the morning today it will be stormy. For the sky is red and overcast. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation looks for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Jesus then left them and went away. Um, first of all, if you look around, uh, you will see... Uh, that God has left us plenty of signs of his existence. But what they were looking for was a sign that he was indeed the Messiah. After all the um, all the miracles he had done, um, they still didn't believe, even if it was in front of their own eyes. Um, only God himself could save humanity from our sins. And the, and Jesus himself um, was God, so he was the appropriate one to f- fulfill the task to save her, save hum- save humanity. And Jesus' resurrection was the biggest sign that Jesus is clearly God, because only God has the power to resurrect the dead. So when Jesus is resurrected, that should have been evidence that Jesus is indeed God to the Pharisees and Sadducees, but it wasn't enough. Some believed, but others didn't. Jesus' resurrection is a sign that he is God. Jesus was crucified on Friday and was buried on Saturday on Passover weekend. And, And on Sunday, he rose again on the third day. That's why we celebrate our Sabbath now on Sundays, rather than Saturdays because um, of the resurrection that 
Jesus was resurrected from the dead on Sunday. Um, and Jesus' resurrection was a physical one, not just a spiritual one. The disciples ate with him and touched him. So he was physically present. So when Easter comes, I want you to remember that celebrating Easter has nothing to do with bunnies and candy. And it does, and I ask that you don't treat it like a pagan holiday. Treat it for the way it actually is. That Jesus Christ rose from the grave and saved us of our sins. Now we have, we have eternal life with him. It's about the resurrection of our Lord and our Lord celebrate and our and our celebration that through Jesus Christ we have resurrection in him and death is defeated through Christ's resurrection now we can and will be with the Lord forever let's go ahead and close in prayer Lord God I just praise you I thank you for everything I ask that you be with us watch over as I pray I ask that we recognize you only every day of our lives not to look at, at what the day used to, re- used to represent in other cultures. But that you, Lord, are the only one that we look towards. Thank you for your death. Thank you for your resurrection. Thank you for setting us free from our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great day.